Hello, it's Lee Salisbury here. Welcome to your Friday bonus edition of Soap from the Box, the TV podcast that goes behind the scenes of some of the biggest shows on your small screen, talking to some of the biggest stars. Now, strictly 2023, the lineup has been announced, which is a bit depressing because it kind of means winter's on the way. But I thought I would give you a little bonus episode with one of last year's stars and a certified soap star. He's been in Hollyoaks, he's been in EastEnders, he's been in Coronation Street. Yes, you're going to love this. I'm hoping to get him on for a full-length podcast very soon. For now, enjoy this. My guest today has been in some of my all-time favourite shows on TV. In 1990, he came to our attention in Children's Ward, then spent three years getting hearts racing as Jambo in Hollyoaks. He spent two years in Casualty, ten years in the amazing Two Pints of Lager and a Packet of Crisps, and also he's been in Merlin, EastEnders, Waterloo Road, White Van Man, Broadchurch, in the club, and has recently been walking the cobbles in Coronation Street. He was on Most Mum's Christmas Wish List, finishing fifth in this year's Strictly Come Dancing. He's here today not only to chat about himself, but also to help us take quick steps to protect our identities. It's a pleasure to welcome Mr. Will Meller. Hello, Will. Thank you. Hey, what an introduction that was. I was sorry for a while thinking, I've done all them shows. That's great. I know, it's amazing. I mean, you've done literally (laughs) everything, haven't you? It's incredible. Some of the best shows on telly. (laughs) Yeah, no, I've done a bit. I've done a bit. But obviously, let's start with talking strictly. Coming fifth, I mean, so close so far, but what a journey. I mean, did you ever, it's probably the most obvious question, did you ever think you'd make it that far? But I know mates who've done it. And I mean, it just is a non-stop machine, isn't it? It's such hard work. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. I mean, when it comes to TV shows and shows that are like that, I mean, I haven't got that much experience because I haven't really done reality shows. And I thought I never thought I would um, until, uh, yeah, until they asked me this year. I've said no quite a lot to doing it. And then I just thought, you know what, this year I just wanted to grab life and things had changed in my mental state. And I thought, you know, what, I'm going to do more things. I'm going to test myself and get out of my comfort zone and say yes to more things and Wow, it was such a journey of um, physically, mentally. Uh, it was the hardest thing. Just it's it's, it's a scary process, um, and it's also rewarding at the same time. You know, you work so hard all week to try and learn something that you think. Honestly, I thought I'll have a go. I'll have a bit of fun, and then I'll see what happens. But then you get sucked in, and then that yeah. Saturday night comes. And you realise there's 10 million people watching. And if you go wrong here, it's in front of you, and then you, the pressure and then all, all, all you think about. So it was completely consumed. Well, that's what but- I mean. I mean, you're, you're used to obviously doing TV stuff and doing stage. But then, like you said, when you know you've got 10 million people watching, I mean, it must be the biggest adrenaline rush in the world. Get it right, it's the best feeling in the world. Get it wrong, yeah, yeah, you just yeah. Want the world to swallow you up. Yeah, it's hard, man. But yeah, as I say, you don't get away from it. It's the training six days a week, but then the day off, the Sunday off, all you're thinking about is, well, I've got to start again tomorrow. You know it's what I mean? It's the next week, yeah. And then Blackpool. Yeah, no, it's Blackpool. Tough. It's, it's- yeah, go Blackpool on. must have been incredible as well. I mean, that's kind of, I mean, every dancer's dream is to dance there. And then to get the chance to do that, and you're already then quite a long way in the competition, so you're good. It must be amazing being there. Yeah, I've, my mum was on the front row as well, and oh, that was one bless. of the best things. So I've my mum there, and she, was, she said to me years ago, I'd love to go Blackpool and watch Strictly. I said, mum, we'll go one time. And then 
she got to go when I was on the floor. So it was perfect for, for us as a night. Um, it went really well. I, and I closed the show, I was headlining, I was closing the show. So, and I did a, I did a samba, so it was really camp and colourful. It was perfect. <laughs> perfect for Blackpool, for Blackpool. I, yeah. I loved it. It was, it was everything. And yeah, as I say, what I've come away with is great memories. And that's what life's about. You've got to go out there and make memories. You know, you can look back and say, I did it rather than I should have done it. So I am really glad I did it. Well, well done, test. mate. You were you were brilliant. And I have to remember just actually one moment. I I because I work in telly as well, and you were on the f- studio floor. Do you remember Saturday morning TV? And you used to come on and play uh, Gut Busters when you were in Hollyoaks, where you put on the big oh, fat wow, sumo suit. That was suit. a long time ago. Wow. Yeah, and you used to kind of pummel wow. one of the best club juniors or something live on telly. Wow, wow, wow! It was a long time ago, man. Wow, that was when I was in Jumbo days. Yeah, it was back in Hollyoaks. I've seen you recently on social as well because people are people obviously once you're a celebrity also uh, making up fake profiles to get people to entice them to their profiles as well, aren't they? Yeah, I had to do a video because um, I kept on having messages of people saying, is this you? Is this you? And I was like, it's not me. And I thought, I can't keep replying to everybody. And also, my marketing team and management were closing down accounts of people pretending to be my agent, my manager, pretending to be me, asking people for donations for a charity or saying, if you send us this money, we can get you front row tickets for Will's next show. And it was, and I just, so I had to do a video on my social saying, listen, I will never ask you for money. So don't trust anybody unless it's me on a video like this. And you're seeing it coming out of my mouth. Do not trust it. Because these people are opening accounts. And as soon as you close them, they just open another one. It's too easy for them. Yeah, well, we're going to have loads of advice coming up, people. We're going to carry on talking about this and what you can do out there to help protect yourself. You actually have hit the charts as well. You had a number 23 single with No Matter What I Do, but also a number five hit, which is incredible, with Leo Sayers, When I Need You. What was it like being a pop star, having a dabble as a pop star? It was um, <laughs> it was something I loved, but it was, at the same time, I was a bit naive to what the industry was and I thought I was going to be this huge star and singing and it wasn't that at all it was literally fly by night you know what I mean out of a soap opera Pete Waterman signed me up and uh, I was chewed up and spat out but I'd love to do music it's just one of them things it was something I'd revisit definitely but yeah time, was, oh well that's good that's good I loved yeah. it. it was I that era it. wasn't it where anyone was just signed up from a soap and not really protected exactly actually. Exactly. But I lived the dream for a minute. It was good while it lasted. Always taking the mickey out of, of on Celebrity Juice. But you've been a regular on that, haven't you, mate? And actually one of my favourite parts of Celebrity Juice. That was a great series to be involved in. Loved it. He's a good friend of mine, Keith Lemon. But Lee Francis, who plays Keith Lemon, is a very good friend of mine. We, we've just been to Albania together. We did a shot of series out there called Oh wow, uh, Will Most Dangerous Roads, which will be coming out this year. Um, and we're looking to do more stuff together, maybe going around the, the world in the camper van and going seeing um, famous movie sets and having a bit of fun. And we want to do a stage show together. We, he's a really good person and a great friend of mine. But on that show on Celebrity Juice, you know, if you go on that show, you've just got to laugh at yourself yeah. and go along with it because he's a genius and you can't take him on. You just got to laugh at yourself. And I love it. I'll, I'll go on there and we have a few drinks and we enjoy it. And it's a great bit of fun. It's a shame well, it's over, it- but... You- I cool. think that's what everyone loves about you, though. You don't mind being the real Will, do you know what I mean? And taking the mic out of yourself and being you. And that's so important in this environment today with the pressures of social media and stuff, isn't it? It's like you are what you get, basically. I'm glad you said that because that's 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 the one. I, I haven't got the energy to be somebody else. I don't know how people can no. have this, alter, this other person. And on Strictly, people said, you know, he was quite emotional. It's like, well, 
it's not like I wanted to be. It's, it's, if whatever comes out of me is what is what I'm feeling at that time. I don't have time to prepare. I'm not that kind of person. I so, uh, I, I, if I'm disappointed and the judges are slagging me off a bit, then you'll see I'm disappointed. <laughs> I can't hide it. But also, if I get emotional, I get emotional. I think I'd rather be that way because at least you know what you're getting when it comes to me. And I'm quite happy with that. So the real world, the real world is obviously a really good guy. You recently played a really bad guy, Harvey Gaskill, in Coronation Street, the drug lord boss of Simon Barlow. Again, playing the cobbles, must have, you've been in EastEnders and stuff, but being on the cobbles, I directed Coronation Street for quite a while, actually. And it's amazing, isn't it, when you're there? It's just the history just goes through your head the minute you get there. Yeah, well, I always said if they ever asked me, I'd do it. Um, and it was because it's like a massive iconic show. And I was starting to think... Are they ever going to ask me? I must be the only Northern actor that they've never asked. <laughs> and, then, and then it came along and I was so grateful because I didn't want to go in there for a long time. I wanted to sort of go and play a part that shook it up a little bit and get in, get out sort of thing. And this character came up and he was a horrible person. But I thought, how good to play something very different for me and, and, and yeah. have that chance to do it. And, and, to, and to go and, you know, again, it's one of my mum's favourite shows. So ticking boxes and, and I absolutely loved doing it. The, the cast were great. Some fantastic actors on there. You know, it was, it was um, really, really good. It's such a quick turnover. Um, but yeah, I was, I was very lucky to work with some uh, Jane Danson, who's a great actress and she was my sort of co-star when we were working together. Um, and you must've been a bit really worried actually, cause she's so well loved. You must've been a bit worried that you might get the fans like, again, you know, going against Leanne is like almost sacrilege, isn't it? It is, but you know, that's all part of it. It's like, part yeah. of it, you know, everyone loves the body and a lot of people have really taken to Harvey in the right, in, in the right way. Obviously no one's going to condone someone to take, you know, recruiting kids to sell drugs. But at the same time, he was a good character and you need a good body, I think. And, oh, you need um, a good body. Yeah, I, kill, I, I killed who I thought was Leanne, but I killed the wrong person. So I'm in prison for killing someone else's mum, which is not very nice, but You're forgetting uh, it wrong I'm in as prison well. now. Uh, well, let's talk about real baddies, because being really serious, Nationwide have conducted this research, which is kind of so eye opening about identity theft and people at risk. And I, I found it quite strange that 11 percent of women compared to 23 percent of men. Um, but I suppose it's because men, I don't know, are less aware when they're out in public and stuff. Yeah, I think so. Or less aware what they're putting on social media. Yeah. Or just less aware in general. I knew I I never checked my statements. I've never checked my bank accounts for ages. It wasn't until this happened that I started going, right, I need to keep looking at what's coming out of my accounts on a daily basis, especially direct debits being set up in your name. That can happen. But mainly it was anything coming out of my account that I found strange. I'd be on the phone to the wife going, have, have you spent anything at Amazon this week? Have you bought this? And then she's like, why are you checking up on me? So like, I'm not. I'm making sure <laughs> it's you and not somebody else. Yeah, because, well, the, the stats show 33%. Uh, this is how people have been ripped off basically identity theft. The biggest percentage is having goods ordered in their names. So that's an easy thing. You must check your bank accounts to see, like you yeah. said, if that Amazon good isn't yours. Uh, 27% had their accounts accessed and money taken. And then one in five, it was used to borrow money in their name. I mean, it is scary, but I suppose the one main thing you should do is always because it, your accounts are online now and it's great. I suppose it, paper statements aren't flying around, but then it's also easy to forget to check. 100%. Just be, you know, you just got to be a bit more aware, especially what you're sharing online. It's too easy now and people are happy to share. And But you've got to remember there's a lot of eyes on there that are going to use your information and 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 steal your identity and i don't want to frighten people to death obviously there's good people out there but just make people aware it's the start of the year you know what i mean and everyone's 
means, you know, the budgets are tighter now. You know, everything's getting more expensive. So, you know, people are, are more willing to take money off you because everyone's chasing it. So just be a bit more aware of what's Yeah, and actually it's it. a good chance to be more aware when we're watching our money. But we'll give some more tips in a minute. But now uh, a quick quiz for you before we get back to this research for identity theft. No one ever gets these right when I do these. Who you played in certain shows? Do you remember who you played in Children's Ward? Yeah, Ben Rollington. Yes, one. Casualty? Uh, Jack Vincent. Yeah, oh my God, you're getting the surnames as well. You're literally the best at this already. Uh, Merlin. Night Valiant. Yes. In the club. Oh, no. I don't oh, know. Oh. I've got him. What was he called? Rick. He didn't have a surname, oh, Rick. No. Oh, Rick. Sorry. You, you asked, what about Death in Paradise? Oh, I was a doctor. I can't remember his name. Doctor, oh, I can't remember his, his name. His name was Rick as well. You've obviously got oh, a for Rick. Yeah. You're joking, too. I don't, obviously don't like the word Rick because yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, you've forgotten those things. I don't see myself as a Rick. And then obviously one of my favourite shows, obviously two pints of lager, we all know you play Gaz, but one of my favourite shows you've been in, and I actually lived with Elaine for a while, who you were in it with, but no offence. Who oh, did you play? No yes. offence. Yeah, yes, I played Spike Turner um, yes. and Spike. Elaine, she was great, Elaine Cassidy. Yeah, we did some That was a brilliant show. That was such a good show, wasn't it? I loved that show. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. Great writer um, who made it. And yeah, we were very lucky we had some The the lesson from that is just don't play another Rick, mate. Otherwise, we know you're going to forget it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I obviously don't see myself as a Rick at all. Uh, let's quickly go back to identity theft. Nationwide have done this amazing research to help us kind of. The biggest shock is that uh, in 2022, it increased identity theft by 86% in the first six wow. months from 2021. That is unbelievable. What can people do? We've said already check your bank statements. Uh, I'm guessing things like shred documents is even good. Yeah, I used to be a bit, because I, I, you know, when you do a clear out and I go, right, throw it all in there, I'll take it to the tip. My wife's like, we'll have to burn it. I was like, who's going to go through the tip? Now I'm thinking, burn yeah, it. Anyone could, never, yeah, If they're willing to go through my letterbox at two o'clock in the afternoon in the broad daylight, they're willing to do whatever it takes. So, And also yeah, get, a mean, secure, yeah. get, get a secure post box, I suppose. If it's not in your door, get something that's lockable or something like that lockable, as well. Lockable, but that's a good shout. That's, that's what I'm going to go and buy after this phone call because my, my post box still isn't lockable. <laughs> I haven't learned, have I? <laughs> well, it's brilliant research. And everyone out there, just uh, be aware because it's really important. Right, we're going to end with this. We always end with this. So it's either or. You have to choose one or the other. Spaghetti or pasta shells? Oh, pasta shells. Yes. Speedos or shorts? Shorts. Lager or crisps? See what I did there. Lager. This is a hard one. Kylie or Danny? Danny? Who's Danny? Yes. Oh, mate. You're all me here. Oh, the Minogue. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, the Minogue's, yeah. Kylie. Oh, right. Okay, you've gone against that. Poor Danny. Just left out in the the cold there. Uh, Salty or sweet? Uh, Sweet. And the final one. This is the toughest one. Claudia or Tess? Claudia. Brilliant. All right, mate. It's been a pleasure to speak to you, Will. Thank you very much. Pleasure to speak to you. Well done, mate. Thank you to Mr. Will Meller for being my guest on this bonus edition of Soap from the Box. We are back with another full-length episode on Monday. I'm not going to tell you who it is. It's going to be a surprise over the weekend. I hope you enjoy the weekend. 
It's sunny where I am. I hope it's sunny where you are. Remember, there are 88 episodes of Soap from the Box and Pop from the Box, some of the biggest music stars to listen to right now. So get yourself a drink, sit in the sun and listen to the podcast. See you soon.